T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 942, Tommy Tucker, WWL, 18 till 10. And we move on from anesthesia to vaccine Mandates. Louisiana soldiers sued the U.S. Department of Defense over a COVID vaccine mandate. James Baer joins us now, constitutional litigator and a founder of the Pelican Center for Justice, previously special assistant to the president in the Domestic Policy Council in the White House. Good morning, Counselor. How are you? Hey, thank you, Tommy. Thank you for having us. Uh, overjoyed to be talking to you today. Thanks for taking the time. Tell me about the the. the I guess the uh, what, what do you guys call it? The the facts of the case. Absolutely. So we have a situation where a master sergeant, he's served for 16 years of honorable service in the military. He's done eight combat deployments in the Army. He's just an incredible leader. Uh, he has uh, prayerfully declined to take the COVID-19 vaccine. And unfortunately, because of the military COVID vaccine mandate, he's been slated for separation. He submitted his religious exemption request laying out why he didn't want to take the vaccine, and it was rejected at every level uh, summarily, even though the chaplain and his commander and everybody else supported him and wanted him to continue to stay in the unit. So um, he is fighting that. We filed a lawsuit last week on that issue, and um, we're hoping for a, a great result from a federal judge. What, what are the religious um, objections? And not that he's not entitled to them. I'm just curious what they are. Absolutely. So under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, if you have a sincerely held belief that is going to be impacted by some you know, military rule or regulation, you can put in an exemption for it. Well, he did some research on the vaccines. He's a strongly uh, a devout Baptist. He's strongly pro-life and involved in pro-life issues in his church. And uh, he discovered that the vaccines uh, were tested and produced using some uh, fetal cell lines from, uh, from the 70s and the 80s. And he just decided it was inconsistent with his faith for him to use a vaccine that was tested and produced in that fashion. Um, now, vaccines themselves, people can have different views on it. Uh, you know, different churches and denominations have different views on it. Um, but our position really is that people should have the choice. Uh, so it's really a matter of his personal choice whether or not he wants to uh, to take this vaccine. And uh, he's decided that he his religion, he doesn't want to take it. Now, you're saying it should be his personal choice to continue to serve in the military and not take the vaccine, because certainly he has a choice as to whether to take it or not, just not maintain his position in the military, correct? Correct. And, you know, he's a, he's a healthy guy. He already had COVID. Um, so the necessity in terms of kicking folks out because they don't want to take the particular COVID-19 vaccine, uh, we think is very low. And when you compare it against the global challenges that we're facing with China, with Russia, and when you compare it with the recruiting crisis that's going on, we're seeing thousands of service members like him separated uh, because they don't want to take the COVID-19 vaccine. And we really don't think it's necessary or a wise course of action. 
But does that have anything to do with the case itself? And and the reason I ask is if I don't know what religion group, what religious group it is, there are several that don't like any kind of medicine at all. Are you saying they would have the same right then under the law to refuse any type of vaccine? Or does it matter no. in terms of uh, is it uh, relevant to the case in terms of where, where COVID is and and um, the situation in the military, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Is it does it matter? What type of vaccine it is, not in terms of his objection, but in terms of uh, either efficacy or the, the, the seriousness of the disease, et cetera? I think that it does uh, because it's an individual. It's supposed to be an individual evaluation. Every single person's religious exemption request needs to be evaluated separately. And so you've seen in the military um, system, you know, folks have come in who wanted to wear yarmulkes. In the past, you weren't allowed to wear a yarmulke in uniform. And people put in religious exemptions saying but, this but is my religion and I want but, to. But to be fair, you can't catch something from somebody wearing a, a hat, right? Correct. But, Tommy, I absolutely think you're right. Like the efficacy issue is very important, too. If, if this was the deadliest disease on earth and everybody had to take, uh, you know, a vaccine, that would be a different analysis in terms of the necessity piece because it has to be weighed against necessity. Uh, in light of the fact that he's already had it, many people have already had it, uh, you know, we've, it's, we've had this. We've been dealing with this for over two years. Um, separating somebody and, and cutting them off from their retirement, their medical, and, and, and their future doesn't make sense any longer for this particular for this particular disease. So I guess that's what I'm asking. Is, is the challenge based on his religious ideals because of the way this specific vaccine was produced, and that is where his, I guess, claim comes in, why his religious beliefs preclude him or allow him not to take it, as opposed to, well, it doesn't really matter because it, it people aren't going to catch it anyway. I just don't understand legally where that distinction could be made. Um, it is it is kind of the former what you were discussing. It's uh, it's a matter of his sincerely held beliefs, and I do. There's a necessity assessment that needs to happen in these kind of analyses, and in, in this case, there really hasn't been any individual analysis provided. Folks were rejected with a with form letters. Um, and so that's why other federal judges that have looked at the issue have said this is wrong. You know, all of the other services, the major services besides the Army, have been protected by federal judges who've created uh, preliminary injunctions and class certifications um, protecting them. And the Army, the oldest and the largest service, still doesn't have that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the issue. And, then, you know, going forward, there are folks working on COVID vaccines that do not use this testing and production process. And there would be no religious objection to taking notes, right? So it's, it's very individualized based on the vaccine and the, uh, and the beliefs. So has he received other vaccines that were required by the Army? He did. Yeah. When it, when, you know, I served in the, you know, an active duty in the past. And when you get in the military, you take a whole battery of vaccines. So he's, so he's taken a, a wide variety of vaccines. I got you, and thank you for your service. Somebody texted, and how would this affect other vaccines like anthrax, which I don't know if that's a vaccine you take or not, but can would this then set the precedent for how do you determine what a religion is? I mean, I can make up my own religion tomorrow, right? I'm not saying the sergeant did that, but I, I could, and I could say, well, you know what, my religious beliefs, but, or just like some people that are against medicine and say, I don't want to get vaccinated against anything, do you think then, or has the court held that I would be able to do that, or anyone can do that, regardless of the risk they present to fellow soldiers, depending on the severity of the disease, et cetera, would a court uphold that right based on the religious belief, or is that where the effect that it would have on fellow soldiers comes in? 
Well, it's great. It's interesting you bring that up, Tommy, because this actually did come up when the anthrax, remember when that anthrax crisis happened, I think during President Clinton's tenure, um, there was some, uh, there was an anthrax vaccine that service members had to take, and there were several legal challenges to it on religious grounds, and those did not prevail. Um, maybe it's because of the severity of anthrax, right? Anthrax is a pretty deadly disease uh, as compared to the, the religious beliefs or, or, or the sincerely held beliefs. So there is a necessity analysis for sure. And the courts did not rule in favor of service members back then. So a number of service members were separated. This time, many, several courts, uh, there's a court in Florida and in Texas and in Ohio that have ruled in favor of the Marines, the Air Force and the uh, Navy. Um, and so it is, a, it is an assessment, it's an individual assessment based on the disease and the sincerely held beliefs. I would think that the fact that it's not consistent in the military would be in your favor, right? Not in your client and in the favor of your argument? It is. In fact, um, it's just unfair, right? I mean, there's no reason that a service member in the Army should be treated differently than somebody in the Marine Corps, the Navy, or the Air Force. Uh, that's just not, not right. Well, and it makes um, no so, sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. And, and that's why we strongly believe that a federal judge is going to step in here. And there's several other Army challenges moving forward, um, but ours is in the Western District of Louisiana, and we strongly believe uh, that, that it will be successful. Now, in the meantime, Congress, I'm sure you saw in the president signed the NDAA, which claims to end the military COVID vaccine mandate uh, on a bipartisan basis. So how does but, that uh, affect this case? Unfortunately, he's already been affected pretty negatively by this, but it also he's been told by his unit that they're going to continue to try and separate him because the NDAA is signed, but then the services have to apply it and decide how they're going to apply it. Well, one thing that they're doing is giving him a uh, general officer memorandum of reprimand, which in the military is just an incredible black eye. It's right. basically something in your record that goes in if you're, you know, criminal misconduct. So he, he has a very good chance of being separated administratively just because he has that in his record. So his case is still, he's still outstanding to pursue his case because he still has injury. I think it's important to note at this point, we're talking about a U.S. Army sergeant that volunteered to serve this country and has done so for years, right? How many years? 16, over 16 years and, you know, eight deployments, eight combat deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan serving with special forces and currently training troops at, or at Fort Polk before he was demoted because of his because of his religious exemption request. So what do so, you what do you counselor what are you going for? What would be justice for this man and what would you like to see the court do? How would you like to see the story end? I'd like to see him restored to, you know, the position of responsibility he had before in leadership. I'd like to see him I'd like to see him finish his tour of duty honorably and be able to retire if he reaches 20 years. His it's a lifetime of medical provision for him and his family and, and his pension that I, that I believe he's earned. So I want to see him restored, but I also want to see everybody else who's been affected by the thousands of service members, have them be restored in terms of all they've lost, in terms of promotions and pay and, uh, and their future. Counselor, I appreciate your time. I really do. I hope you have a happy new year. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate you. And hopefully we'll talk to you again. James Bear, uh, it's an interesting story. 9.52 and a half. We'll take a break. Find out what Noel Norman's got planned for us today here on WWL when we come back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.